Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. All right, before we move on to our next segment, I need to remind you guys of our wonderful partner here at Love of the Star. It is Boomer Jacks. I have told you guys about Boomer Jacks. Brian and I both have for several months now. We love how you guys are tagging us on social media and uh, your pictures from you going to Boomer Jacks and enjoying uh, such a fine establishment like we have. Uh, And let me tell you, if if you haven't tried Boomer Jacks yet and you're a big fan of wings, the days to go for you are going to be Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Tuesdays are half-price bone-in wings. Wednesdays are half-price boneless wings. But even if you're not a wing person and you just want to go for Great drinks, great food, affordable drinks, affordable food. Boomer Jacks is the spot for you. They've got specials for you every other day of the week, uh, not just Tuesdays and Wednesdays. They have drink specials starting at $3, uh, $15 buckets of beer, wall-to-wall TVs, live music. Uh, I was just at one on uh, 35 near Louisville last week. Uh, Such a cool atmosphere. They had this patio with, like, uh, torches out there to keep it warm and could open it up so just a really cool atmosphere boomer jacks has you hooked up with whatever you're looking for uh there's 17 dfw locations you can find yours by going to boomerjacks.com that's boomerjacks.com all right brian it is now time to dive into uh, our favorite segment of the week it is the dean julia love of the star mailbag uh first question here from joe t what needs to happen to fix Dak's recognition and timing issues? It seems like he waits too long to pull the trigger. Then guys are covered. As we've talked about here in this episode, Brian, uh, the West Coast offense is all about timing and any hesitation. And you're looking at a negative play in all likelihood. So how do you how do you get that out of him? In fact, I think some people might say he had a little too much trust at times in himself uh, and, and maybe should have hesitated a little on some of the things that he did but in general is that something you can fix hesitation and 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 timing and recognition or is that just you either have it or you don't i could fix him to the point where maybe it's a you look at it and you say okay we're going to make this a timing based offense and so with with if you if you say okay when you hit your fifth step the ball needs to be out here Right now, that's how you're going to fix. I mean, it's not about letting him read this. It's about how do you find ways to say, okay, receiver is going to be here. You have to trust it. And that's where you have to make that throw. So that's, that's, I think they're going to help him. I think they're going to help him by saying the timing of the, of the route is here and you have to make the throw. There's no hesitation. You make that throw, 
you know, you read it, you see it, you throw it. That's what they're going to try and do. Next question here from Crypto Cowboy. With Moose Johnston being a key contributor to the 90s dynasty, would Dallas entertain employing a pure fullback in the future? Having a Kyle Juszczyk type player seems awesome. Thoughts? Uh, I think they, they've they tried a little bit uh, in recent years. Jameis Zalawali, um, you know, they brought in Nick Ralston, Ryan Nall before he got hurt in, in training camp, but I mean, the, the Kyle use checks are, are few and far between, but Brian, would a, a fullback be more optimal if you're looking at the West Coast offense, which, uh, you know, in, if you're talking about Kellen Moore's offense, which took a lot from the godfather of the single back offense almost in Scott Linehan, uh, what would the fullback be a a have more use in 2023 with Mike McCarthy calling the plays than at other points. The one thing Mike McCarthy was really good at was playing with a fullback. If you remember all the, the John Coons and guys like that, that he's kind of played with, uh, I think kind of tells you a lot about him wanting to have a fullback. I know people have been tweeting at me. I believe there's a fullback at uh, North Dakota state that people are like, Oh, brought us watch this guy. So I haven't seen him. I haven't looked at a fullback in a while, but now that since McCarthy is calling the plays, I absolutely think I'm going to have to study a few. And especially if everybody's telling me this kid at North Dakota state uh, is a, is a pretty good option. I think that's the route I'm going to look. So yeah, I think any, I think any team can benefit from having a fullback, but if you find one like Kyle use my gosh, he's a tight end. He's a fullback. He's a receiver. He's a running back. He's, He's everything. The Baltimore Ravens first had him. They, 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 they understood what they had in the player, and then Kyle Shanahan has taken it to a whole other level with him as a player. Next quote, uh, question here from Robbie Arrington. How do you expect the staff changes to affect Dan Quinn's defense, and is it normal for the head coach to fire part of the defensive coordinator staff without talking to him about it? That, of course, is a reference to what we had talked about earlier with George Edwards. That was a, that was a weird weird uh, situation last week just it was weird that george edwards was going to leave when george edwards was told he was not coming back he was surprised and then as he's leaving the building apparently according to Josina anderson george edwards told dan quinn hey i'm out and dan quinn was very confused is that is that normal to no. have a head coach no. make that call no i mean the head coach should have whoever he wants on staff but no, that's not normal. It, it goes back to what you and I were talking about. We started the show. It was. It seemed like there were Jerry Jones guys, and there seemed like there were uh, there were Mike McCarthy guys that kind of got you know got uh, taken care of in this uh, in this firing. So you know, I kind of feel like though that with George, we'll see. I I wonder if this is about Mike wanting to get. Uh, his linebacker coach back in the mix. Scott McCurley. Scott McCurley. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. 
Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Which Scott McCurley kept the, the, the name of linebacker coach the entire time. There never was a change. Scott McCurley did not coach the linebackers. Not at all. Not at all. George Edwards was in charge. George Edwards led the linebackers during practice every single time. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, this might be one of those things where McCarthy says, that's, you know, Dan, I'm going to, McCurley's going to be my guy. I don't, I, you know, I appreciate what you and George and everybody's done here, but I'm going to name McCurley the linebackers coach. You're right. McCurley the last two years since Dan Quinn here has been basically a, an assistant to the assistant, you know, if you want to be honest about it. Yeah. Kind of floating around. And like I said, it's, it's when you go out there, it's Dan. You can see it. See with your own eyes. George Edwards is, is, and it's, I had one point I I had to walk over to somebody on staff with the Cowboys and just say, did I, I just want to clarify, did I miss an announcement or is McCurley still the linebackers coach? They're like, no, McCurley's linebackers coach. I was like, okay. But, and George's title is still senior defensive assistant. Like, yeah. I was like, but George runs the linebackers every day. Like, yeah. I was like, okay, all right, if you say so. But still, a very, a very odd move. Because uh, especially when you say the Jerry guys, that's definitely Leon. George Edwards was was somebody that it just seems odd that you'd come in and cut out a coach from under Dan Quinn without telling him. Is there? Is it reading too much into it to say? Eh, it's a, is this a little bit of a not just about Jerry? Is this a little bit of a an authority move? Over Dan Quinn. Well, too. okay, I I couldn't get, I couldn't get. George was very non-committal when I asked him this question. I asked him, "Did McCarthy get you, or Dan Quinn get you?" And he goes, "I don't know, I don't know." So I think he was, I think he was a little bit perplexed by the whole situation himself. Hey, George, I you know George is very honest. George and I go way way back. But George was like, I, I don't know. I don't know how this happened. So mm-hmm. I, 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 you know, did did maybe him and McCart- him and Quinn have problems? I don't think so. But I can't say that for sure. But when you ask George Edwards of who you felt like got him, he 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 has no idea. He has no idea. Question here from Anthony Gibbs, which I think we've we've addressed some of it uh, the first part already. So this is more about the second part. But Anthony Gibbs says, "What are the differences between a Kellen Moore led offense and a Mike McCarthy led offense?" I think we just said what we think some of the differences will be. But does the change impact the type of players you draft this year? So so with the the scheme that whatever Mike McCarthy's trying to run on offense, which is West Coast, and what Kellen Moore had been running, which is honestly a hybrid of Eric Coriel and West Coast the last couple of years. Um, does that change the type of players, maybe receivers or whoever else that you'd be picking that does it does it shift no, now? No. But you know, well yeah, we I think there's still the same philosophy that, you know, with Mike when it comes to slot players. Yep. Outside players, I think he's got the type of outside players. Maybe he needs to add one or two more zone blocking schemes, not, you know, not gap or you know, gap blocking schemes and stuff like that. I, I think they're still going to get athletic offensive linemen. Uh, you know, you got to have running backs that are able to. I think the maybe not only run the football but catching the ball. They've got to develop some type of a screen game here 
they've got to develop something where they can use these running backs. I think the one thing that that taught Mike McCarthy last year with, with, uh, with Pollard was like, we need to get him more involved in the passing game. So if they're looking for running backs, I think that that will be something really, we always want to get the running back that has all the traits. My guy Gibbs, like at Alabama, he's got all the traits, run, block, catch, all the traits. That's the kind of guy I think they're looking for when they're talking about the backs, but maybe a little bit big receivers. We'll see what the slots look like. I think I think he's allergic to sl- small slot wide receivers. If yes. I'm right about that, so that that won't be that that will be a, a little bit different. Now, when you talk about uh, bigger receivers and a, a you know guys who uh, you know are, are good route runners who who know where they're supposed to be and and they're there and and the timing and the precision of everything of the West Coast offense. So, with that in mind, if I were to say Brian brought us of the players you have watched to this point. Uh, Give me, give me the most prototype sort of West Coast offense wide receiver you can think you've seen so far. That is an excellent question, and I wasn't prepared for it because <laughs> uh, let me look at my let me look at my receivers that I have looked at. I'll Maybe tell Quentin you that Johnston. Oh, Quentin Johnston. Well, Quentin getting off press for a yeah. Bit. He he has had a little bit of some problems with getting off press. The guy that I really 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 like and it's funny a lot of people have mocked him to the Cowboys like on these mocks I've seen the second round mm-hmm. a lot of them is Jalen Hyatt you know now Hyatt, Hyatt is 6 foot 185 pounds and you know that would be a guy that you would kind of think about I think Keishon Booty might be too might be too thinly built for well, McCarthy. Okay be. okay well then you're talking about hey how about Keishon Butte from or Butte sure. from uh, LSU, he's six foot, he's two hundred five. Uh, you know, you've, I've got some guys I haven't looked at yet. Uh, uh, the kid Wicks from Virginia, I haven't looked at, and I haven't looked at Mingo from Ole Miss yet. Are two guys, but there's a kid At Perry from Wake Forest. It's a six four, two hundred three pound guy that I think is a is one of those guys you'd, you'd like to have. Cedric Tillman from Tennessee is a six three, two hundred fourteen pound guy. Yeah. So yeah, though there's some guys with some there's some guys with some size. Uh, it's funny is there's a lot of long guys in this draft. Uh, most of them are like six foot six one kind of a range, but you know they're all carrying like 180 pounds. Uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba is a six one two uh, 193 pound guy. Uh, he's a really really good player inside outside, but. If you're looking for tall guys, I know a bunch of people like Zay Flowers from Boston College. Zay Flowers is 5'9", 170. But He's going to be too small for them, I think. But whoever drafts him is going to get a son of a gun. I looked at a kid named Parker Washington last night from Penn State. He's 5'10", 210. He reminds me of Steve Smith. That's who that guy reminds me of playing. Oh. So if you think about a stocky – powerfully built guy, lower body power that's hard to tackle, that catches all the passes, Parker Washington is your guy. Penn State. That does it for us here on the Love of the Star podcast. Uh, as Brian has mentioned, you can catch us uh, in a lot of different areas right now, including DallasCowboys.com, uh, 105.3 The Fan, uh, Twitter, as you can see there for Brian, it's at Brian Broadus. I'm at Bobby Belt TX. Uh, so a lot of different places where you can catch us. We will continue to bring you guys episodes throughout the offseason. Uh, and and we'll have uh, no shortage of storylines, I imagine, uh, through every month of the offseason. Until next time, we will talk to you guys later.